Hi, and welcome to the Irana Hills Church of Christ podcast. We hope this message from Pastor Clinton Montgomery brings you closer to knowing God, finding freedom in Him, and understanding what He has in store for you and your community. To learn more about Irana Hills Church of Christ, head to aranahills.church. We hope you enjoy this message. Well, good morning to everyone. It is so good to be with you. On, on the 27th of December, uh, can you believe it that we're almost at the end of 2020? I think it's been a year that's been um, beautiful and brutal. There's been moments that uh, we've been forced to sort of huddle down in our homes. It's been a time where we rediscovered just what it means to connect with people close to us. still remember our draw close strategy where um, beautiful things came out of our, us drawing closer to God, to each other, and, and to our streets. So we look back at 2020 with a deep thankfulness, knowing that God was in the midst of everything. But we also want to recognize that some people had a brutal year, that this was probably one of the most challenging experiences, uh, not just for us, but for, for many people around our community uh, and, and just thinking across the world. And and we want to acknowledge that this morning and trusting that that out of the brutality of some of the challenges that we've gone through, that something beautiful will come through. I still remember in the beginning of COVID uh, that God spoke to us very clearly out of a specific portion out of Mark chapter 9. It's a story of um, a father who didn't have any options anymore. He brought his son to the disciples asking them to heal his son, because he kept uh, falling into the fire, actually wanting to kill himself. And the dad didn't have anything, any way to sort of, to sort of help his, his boy. And, and he brought him to the disciples, knowing that just earlier, there was stories in the community how the disciples went into different towns and how they healed everyone. And, and I, I can just think how this father felt actually bringing his son that's been through those kind of challenges to uh, to the disciples, and the disappointment when nothing changed, when, when they prayed uh, for him. And, and it sort of challenges us with the question, what happens when things don't work out as we planned it? And maybe for some of you, that's been 2020, that you had great expectations. I remember just planning my 2020, and a big part of that was going back to see my parents um, was so excited. I haven't seen them for quite a number of years now. And, and they've been through some really challenging uh, health issues. My dad had a heart attack. My mom struggled through cancer. And, and a big part of me being a son and honoring my parents was the fact that I would have been able to see them. And then COVID hit. See, sometimes life just doesn't work out. And for this dad in, in Mark chapter 9, that moment didn't work out at all. And we hear the story um, as we read of how Jesus came down from the Mount of Transfiguration and how he entered this conversation and, and looked at everyone, especially the disciples, and said, where's your faith? Why can't you believe? And, and in the conversation, he actually addresses the unbelief of the dad, where the dad comes and says, Jesus, help my unbelief. But then this phrase came out of Mark chapter 9 that really influenced our thinking where Jesus said there's certain moments, certain experiences, certain realities that you'll face where, where this kind won't come out, won't 
changed except by prayer and fasting. And, and I think we realized that 2020 was a this kind year, a kind like no other. I don't think any of us has been in a global pandemic before. And, and looking at what's happening worldwide, we're definitely not out of it yet. So thankful for where we are in Australia, but, but our brothers and sisters and family members and friends, there's people across the world still stuck in the clutch of this, of this pandemic. So we're in a this kind moment. And we said to one another that, that this kind moment does three things. Firstly, it interrupts. And in, this, in the moment of, of interruption, it sort of brings a, a level of discomfort because we don't like to be interrupted. I, I think on times where, where I'm in conversations or maybe even watching something on television and, and someone interrupts me, it's, it's annoying. Um, and, and for some of us, 2020 has been annoying. But more than just the interruption, there's, there's the disruption where things change, not just for the moment, but for a longer period of time. And it's in this disruption that our sense of, of comfort, our sense of security, our sense of just living the kind of routine that we like living just becomes distorted. And it's, it's not nice because so much of what we find our safety in and what we have found our safety in, just thinking about walking to a shopping center to buy toilet paper, um, that was a disruption. Um, quite a number of things were disrupted. But it's not all bad because the interruptions and the disruptions, we said, leads to discoveries. And that's something that I want to challenge you with, just thinking about entering into 2021. Maybe we want to ask you the question, what are some of the discoveries? What are some of the things that, that you felt during this year up until this point that, that you that you saw, that you experienced, things that, that sort of draw, drew your attention, maybe um, a change of rhythm. Maybe God revealed himself to you in little moments, little experiences that was different to the way that God revealed himself before. In our hearts, we believe that moving into 2021 is going to be a year of great discoveries. We feel strongly that God is speaking to us about just the, the notion of new wine and new wineskins, that God is ready to pour more of himself, more of his glory, more of this, uh, just the capacity of who he is into our lives, into our church, into our community, into our world. But, but it sort of necessitates the question, are we willing to allow God not to change the wineskin, but to renew the wineskin? And one of the things that I, that I thought about that could be a good exercise um, in terms of exiting 2020 and entering 2021 is what if, what if we thought about 2021, not as a year where we sort of leverage our expectations, this is what I want, but we enter with the sense of expectancy. See, expectation sort of closes the conversation. I expect this from you, but expectancy sort of opens the framework to say, God, we're not necessarily sure of what you're going to do, but we have an expectancy. We have a desire that you would come and do something different, something that'll open up more of, of our experience of you, something that'll show the world a greater revelation of your glory. And a part of that 
is sort of not entering into next year with the I want list. But have you thought about, maybe even thinking about entering into 2021 with a posture of prayer? Just a, a humility saying, God, I want to create margin. I want to create space in my life for you to come and do exactly what you want to do in me and through me. And a big part of that, as I was just thinking about this service, um, a specific portion in Luke chapter 11 really got my attention. It, it's the portion of Scripture where Jesus teaches his disciples to pray. It speaks about the fact that Jesus and John taught his disciples to pray, but this is what Jesus, uh, uh, this is how Jesus actually taught us. Starts by saying, our Father in heaven. Now, now, that little phrase should actually solidify our belief and our confidence that as children, we have a heavenly Father. There's certain things that God can do for us that we shouldn't and don't need to do for ourselves because we have a heavenly Father. And it's so beautiful because when we look at the life of Christ, Jesus actually showed us how to live in this world, in the challenge, in the confrontation, in the negativity, in the evil, with the sense of God being a father. I love the fact that Jesus uh, just outright says that there's so much um, that God actually reveals to him and that Jesus never did anything without his father actually releasing him into that. So thinking about 2021, it's my desire for me, but for all of us, <laughs> to experience a year where the revelation of God as our Father would increase in our lives. That it wouldn't just be a theological concept, but it, that it would become a relational experience. That you would shift, shift from loose concepts to relational experiences in your walk with God. Jesus says, our Father, and I love that. May God reveal himself as a father. And in your prayer, if you start with that, if you start with my father, our father, and you don't have that experience at the moment, why don't you stop and say, God, I'm trusting in 2021 that you would reveal yourself to me as a father. He continues to say that um, our father in heaven, hallowed be your name. I love that. Honor your name. Holy is your name. You know what's interesting about that? Is that God is our Father, but He's more than that. Just like I am the Father to Talita, Nicole, and Michaela. But I'm not just a father. I'm a husband. I lead a church. I believe I'm a golfer. <laughs> I'm a friend. There's so many different little experiences that we, um, that we enter into. And, and God, in terms of who He is, revealed Himself as a Father, but He's more than that. He's also the creator of the world. He's the omnipotent one. He's the one that's present everywhere. He's all-powerful. When Abram sort of thought about who God is, he said, God is. That there's no limitation to the revelation of who God is. And, and when we come with a posture of prayer saying, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. It actually opens up our experience to consider the fact that God 
is more than just our experience. You could have experienced something in your relationship with God up until this point in your life. But I want to tell you that God is bigger, more majestic, more awesome than anything that you've ever encountered. And it's my prayer, and I hope it's your prayer, that you would come to say, God, in 2021, I pray that your name would be hallowed in my life, that you would become bigger than anything that I've ever experienced. Lord, that your presence and your glory and your majesty would sort of shred this wineskin and that you would create something completely new in our experience of, of you. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. And this prayer sort of just goes deeper. Where what if we all came to the place where we said, God, in 2021, we pray that your kingdom will come and that your will be done in my life, in our church, in our community. Lord, may we become vessels um, literally working towards the growth and the expansion of your kingdom in everything we're doing. And in the moments, Lord, where we're confronted between our will and your will, may we surrender to the fact that we would say, may your will be done in this moment. Sort of thought about this, and that assumes the fact that, that we would have greater clarity around the will of God. That God's will is not just to send you to heaven one day after you die. But God has a purpose for you. God has a plan for you. God dreams about your Monday to Saturday, the moments where you engage your work, your family, the fr your friends, your social circles, everywhere, God has a desire that His kingdom and His will will come into fruition through your life. It's my prayer <laughs> that we would have greater clarity. And more than just clarity, a greater desire to surrender in those moments, to say, God, not my will, but your will be done. May our experience on earth be the same as in heaven, where your kingdom and your will reigns supreme. Jesus further leads us and he says, give us day by day our daily bread. Thank you, Lord, that irrespective of economic challenges and uh, health pandemics and all the things that we sort of sit in, that we can trust you for daily provision. And, and, and we know there's moments where God uh, doesn't always pitch on the time that we think it should happen, where his provision or his healing doesn't come through in the exact moment that we think it's best. Sort of reminds me of the story of Mary and Martha trusting that Jesus would be in time to heal Lazarus, and Jesus was intentionally late. Mary and Martha trusted him to come to heal Lazarus, but Jesus had a bigger story. He had something better in mind. Jesus wasn't chasing a healing. He was going after a resurrection. He wanted to raise Lazarus from the dead. And, and I love that because Abram, in his experience, sort of comes to the, the conclusion that God is the one that can create something out of nothing, and God is the one who can raise dead things to life. And, and I want to say in those moments where provision and healing and those things just don't seem to be coming together, 
My prayer is that you would know and that you would find confidence that God is the one who could raise the dead to life and the one who can create something out of nothing. Give us this day, give us every day in 2020, our daily bread, exactly what we need according to your will and according to your kingdom. And forgive us, Lord. (laughs) Um, Forgive us in those moments where we choose our will above your will. Forgive us when we place our feelings above your desire for what needs to happen in our community, in our church, in the relationships, in the areas that we are serving. Lord, help us to not elevate us above you. Forgive us for our self-centeredness. Forgive us for for our self-comfort. Forgive us for, for misplacing you in our lives, that you are not the center of who we are. So we invite forgiveness, Lord. We invite you into those moments where sin becomes so attractive, before and after, that we would lead with a posture of repentance, inviting you to forgive us. And Lord, as you forgive us, may we search our hearts for the people that we need to forgive. May we we actually... um, ask questions, and may we explore just events and moments and things that's happened in our past where we know that we need to forgive other people, just as you have forgiven us, Lord. It's not just about forgiveness, we know. We know that it's actually about loving people, that we forgive those we love. And it's our desire to say, God, um, we want to live in this posture where forgiveness is an outflowing of the way that we love others, that we would forgive everyone who is indebted to us. Jesus ends with this last statement. He says, don't lead us into temptation. We know that God can't tempt us. But it's sort of asking, help us to understand the moments where our desires lead us into temptation. That us submitting, us asking uh, that you would forgive us, us asking that we would surrender to your kingdom and your will is actually us saying, Lord, lead us into your kingdom and lead us into your will so that we would not walk after our own desires into temptations, into temptation. Because if we do that, we know that the evil one will get a grip of our hearts. So lead us not into temptation, but deliver us. And I love this, because I think that's the game that God plays well. From the beginning, He is the one who has been able to deliver His people. From Israel out of Egypt, from um, Israel in Babylon, from Daniel in a lion's cage, from David with the giant, God is an expert at delivering people from evil. And I'm wondering... Just as you enter into 2021, if this prayer couldn't shape your expectancy, say, God, I'm trusting that in 2021, that I would see less temptation and that I would see less of the enemy's work in my life because I am following and I'm chasing your kingdom and your will. I want to ask us to to end this service with a song that sort of captures this prayer. But just before we do that, 
I want to pray over your life. Just pray blessing over your life as you enter into 2021. From my side, bless you. I trust that 2021 would be one of the most fruitful experiences of your life. Let's pray together. Father, thank you that we could exit one year and enter a next, knowing that you are the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Thank you, Lord, that in Christ we saw what it looked like for someone to live in a relationship with our Heavenly Father. And I want to pray, Lord, that everything that Jesus modeled and everything that Jesus showed us would become practical and livable in our own lives. Even the prayer that He prayed, that that our relationship with our Heavenly Father would lead us to a greater discovery of Your greatness and Your majesty, Your kingdom, Your will, Your provision, Your forgiveness. And that would impact our lives, Lord, that we would start forgiving, that we would walk away from temptation, and that we would see less of the evil one's effect in our lives. I pray a blessing over our church, over each family, over each individual, and I pray a blessing over our community, that this community will see the glory of God in 2021. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for joining us today. If you were encouraged by the message and would like to hear more sermons like this, make sure you hit subscribe. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. To experience other messages, videos, and live services, head to oranahills.church and navigate to the resources tab. Thanks for listening.